We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm so glad you are here. I'm so glad you're here. As you know, this month I'm spending talking about goal setting uh, for a couple of reasons. One, as this episode is being recorded, it is now almost halfway through the year. So if you have reached your goal that you set at the beginning of the year, now's the time to come up with another goal towards your big vision in the next three to six months, or maybe you need a little recalibration. So last week's episode, we talked about why setting goals, briefly touched on the goal setting process. And now I really want to dive deeper into why it's so important to set goals from a place of abundance instead of scarcity. I just want you to check in with how you talk about the things in your life. Like, do you wake up and you think, oh, there's not enough time to do this. There's not enough time to do that. You know, when we hear ourselves saying there's not enough, that often is coming from a place of scarcity. And it's really important to check in with this because this is often what is dictating how we show up in our day-to-day life. And if we're constantly coming from scarcity, there's never going to be enough. And then how does this play into the goal setting process? It's literally everything. And let me tell you why. Because we are taught that what we want in our life is because we're lacking something else. Like, think about it. If we don't feel happy, then we need to do something to make ourselves happy. We have to strive for something outside of us to make us happy. And as you can tell, this is a problem. And it's a problem that will never solve itself. That's why so many of us are on this hamster wheel chasing happiness. Now, if you've been following along or you've listened to me talk about this before, our feelings, including our thought, including happiness comes from our mind, comes from our thoughts. So this is the deal. When we're setting goals, there's no happiness that we're going to find in a future that we don't have access to right now. And this is really important to remember. If happiness comes from our mind, which is our thinking, then achieving something or gaining a future goal at a future point isn't going to increase your capacity for happiness. That's key. So when you're setting goals, it's not to set a goal to be happier than you are today. The reason why this is important is this is how you fall into scarcity. This is how you fall into lack. And you can tell that that's a very limiting place, right? We're trying to do something to be more of something because we feel like we are lacking. And then we just end up spinning in circles and just never feeling good enough. And so when we reach a goal, we're like, okay, that was great. But then what? I remember I had a client talk about how she had a goal to run a marathon 
and she never ran a marathon before. She never was a runner and she did run a marathon. And instead of being proud of herself, she thought, well, if I can do this, then anyone can. Like she wasn't even that proud of herself because it was coming from such a place of lack and it feels terrible. So if you remember in the previous episode, I talk about how I believe that the purpose of setting goals is to evolve. I believe that we are here on this earth to be the next best version of ourselves. That is what our ancestors did. And that is why we are here today living in this modern time with so many advances and privileges. And just, it's, it's wild. If people weren't meant to grow and evolve into the next best version, we'd all still be hiding in our caves. So in my opinion, the purpose of having goals is to grow. That is why we have goals. We love growing. And the way that we do this is asking ourselves to bloom in a bigger way. That's why we set goals. So when you think about a goal or you have a dream about something that you want in your life, it might seem out of reach. It might be something that's beyond your current abilities. And that's exactly where you want to believe. This is not believe. This is exactly where you want to be. The process of dreaming and thinking about it in the present moment is going to bring up all the stuff that's going to stop you from making it happen. Now we want to do that. We want to address, we want to bring it up. That's what I talked about in the last episode, but not to get attached to it, not to get stuck on it. So a part of the goal setting process, which I walked you through last week is by starting with a place of abundance. You know, if you spend time to dream and you allow yourself to want, and you think about your future and what you want to create, is there anything on that list of something you already have? And if you don't, it's all good because we're not really trained to do this. Now, I talked about this last week, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into it because when we come up with things that we once wanted that we have now, we shift our energy into a place of abundance. Most of us don't spend time wanting what we already have. We don't think of it as We think of it as, oh, we already have it. Why would I want it? It's like, no, we need to stay with it. We need to stay with the things we once didn't have that we have now that we once really, really, really wanted. You know, I think about my dog. Like, I wanted Benji so badly, and and he's in my life now, and I still want him. And it makes me shift my focus of all of the amazing things that I already have in my life. And it's kind of tricks your brain into like looking at what you do have and all the blessings. Now it's a little bit different than just being grateful for those things. And it's different because the energy and the practice is something that takes the practice takes a little bit of time because you can be grateful for the things, right? But thinking about like you still really want them helps you come from a place of abundance when you start writing your goals. And you can just check in with this. Like I'm telling you, if you do this practice, you will feel it. You will feel a shift right away. And the reason being is it makes your heart just overflow because there is since a time where you didn't have this thing that now is such a big part of your life. And it creates so much magical energy in your life. 
And so when you set a goal from that place, you feel so much more excited and you don't feel like you're lacking and you're not coming from a place of not enoughness. So when you set a goal from a place of abundance, it's so much more than just writing a smart goal. So you will see all the opportunities that are available to you and you will be open to receiving them. So when you set goals with an abundant mindset, limiting beliefs like I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough, or there's already so many people doing it. What do I have to offer? Right? Like we come up with these thoughts as soon as we set goals, which we talked about last week. But when you set goals from an abundant mindset, these types of limiting beliefs, they don't stop you. They don't restrict you because every desire you have is completely within your power to achieve. So first things first, when you're coming from a place of abundance, I want you to list the things that you want, but I also want you to list the things that you already have. So list 10 things that you want and include things that you already have achieved. And it's possible to want the things you already have. So for example, I want a house. I want an office. I want a window in my office. I want to create $100,000 in my business. So you can look at that list and be like, okay, I have two of these three things already. Hey, That's not so bad. In fact, my life is amazing. It's not lacking in any area. This feels so much better than thinking of the things that you don't have, right? Because that sinking feeling in your stomach when you look at the things that you want but you don't have yet is the feeling of scarcity. You know, when we set goals and we're really excited about where you're heading, that is placed from abundance. There's no prerequisite that you have to be lacking or something has to be wrong with you in order to reach these goals. That is not a prerequisite. In fact, I would say a prerequisite is setting a goal from a place of abundance. Setting a goal to help you be the best version of yourself, not to be any, not to escape the enoughness, not to try to hustle away from the scarcity or the lack. When you think about the best version of you, how does it feel? Write down those positive feelings. How does it feel when you think about the best version of you? When you start this goal setting process, you want to direct it from a thinking and feel good place. You want to spend that time priming your brain and your body to be in a feel good place because your emotions drive your action. So when you allow yourself to dream from a place of abundance, it's like the limit doesn't exist and it's not to fill a void. It's not to be happier than you are today. None of that exists. When you want from that place of abundance and not scarcity, you can see that anything is possible in your life. There is nothing wrong with wanting to get to that next level. 
That's not what this is about. This is just checking in with your energy as you're setting those goals, as you're moving towards this next best version of yourself through your goal setting process. So practice this with me. Set your goals from abundance. Look at how you feel about your goals and see if it's coming from a place of lack. You'll feel it in your body. It feels constricting. It feels tight. There feels like a pit in your stomach. And then ask yourself, what do I want that I currently have? And make that list. Make a list. I call it an abundance sandwich. So when we do this in the goal setting process, first write down something that you once really wanted that you have now. And then the next line, put something that you want that you don't have yet, and then sandwich it in with another thing that you once wanted that you have now. Again, this is an exercise that's really mind-bendy, and it is designed to trick your brain a little bit, to shift your energy, because when you start in this place, when you start in this place of abundance, the energy that you put towards your goal-setting process will be different. I promise you that. So try this exercise. There's a PDF that you can download in the show notes that just help you lay out the abundance sandwich and let me know how it feels. Let me know how it feels to just want the things that you currently have in your life. Um, I share this example a lot because it's one of my favorite, my sweet niece who is like just Buddha in my life. Um, for Christmas, she, last year, she really, really, really wanted a dog. That's all she wanted. It was on her list. It was like, that's it. And for this year, she didn't write anything. She didn't write anything she wanted for Christmas. And I asked her, I was like, well, what do you want? Or like, why didn't you write anything down? She's like, because I really wanted a dog and I got my dog. And that's all I wanted. And just that little reminder of that abundance, like she has everything that she needs. She's not trying to get more things because of lack. She's feels so abundant in the love that she has for something that she once really wanted. And we can 100% approach our life and we can 100% approach our goals this way. This is the first step I think in that I, I think this is the most important step in the goal setting process is shifting your energy into a place of abundance so you can create your goals from that place so you're not trying to hustle your way into enoughness because let me tell you, my friend, that is not going to work. All right. Enjoy this process. It is so much fun to want from a place of abundance, to have that energy as you approach your goals. And maybe you look at your goals that you've set and reevaluate the process to get there. Maybe you reached your goal and now it's time to make the next step. Wherever you're at in your process, just know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. If you want support in this and you want to dive deeper into the goal setting process, I got you. Doors are officially open for the Mind Over Matter method. I am taking applications to see if you would be a good fit. So if you want to hop on a call and see if we are aligned and looking at what you want to create for the rest of your year, we're at that, almost at that halfway point, let's freaking chat. I would love nothing more than to talk to you about how I can support you and your goals. Next week, I will be dropping a juicy bonus episode for you on Thursday. So make sure you're on the lookout for that. Don't you worry. We will still have an episode on Tuesday. It's going to be a solo episode with yours truly. And it will be my first podcast back from maternity leave. And I'm just so excited to share an update with you and tell you something very, very special that I have been working on. I have a feeling you're going to love it. 
Oh, and one more thing. In case you missed it last week, I announced that I'm hosting a free virtual masterclass to help you re-envision your goals for 2022. So if you haven't quite defined a goal yet for the year, this is a perfect opportunity to set that now. If you set a goal at the beginning of the year and you haven't looked at it since you wrote it down, this is a perfect opportunity to help you recalibrate and redirect where you want your year to go. So this event is going down tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you want to sign up and save your seat, please do so in the show notes. All right, my friends, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so freaking worthy of it. Until next time.